Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. Uh, I'm your interviewer, Barbara Arnold, and I would like to introduce uh, Christian Alboras from District 20. Um, he is running for Alder from District 20. And so Christian, as we begin, uh, please tell our viewers a bit about how your educational and vocational and civic experience has prepared you for the position and why you decided to run for Alder. Uh, Barbara, thank you so much for, for hosting today. Uh, I really appreciate it. And to all those who are, who are listening in and watching, um, uh, thank you so much for taking time to get to know uh, the candidates. Uh, you, great, great question. Uh, you know, I think one of the most unique things that uh, qualifies me for this position at this time is the fact that I've actually served in this capacity for close to the past two years um, as the alder here in District 20 and have been able to support legislation and policies that really are in tune with District 20 needs. Um, you know, I, th I think another thing that is, is unique to me as well is that um, I was invested into this neighborhood, into this community, into my district prior to ever running for office. Um, I served in, on the Meadowood Neighborhood Association Board as an at-large member um, where, you know, it was important for me to know what was going on in my neighborhood, to be invested in my neighborhood and to be there uh, in that sort of grassroots and microcosm level. Um, and I've done that prior to being elected. Um, I will continue to do that. Um, if reelected uh, as your alder to have that sort of grassroots and neighborhood perspective. Another big thing that, that I think is unique to me as well is that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a strong listener. Um, I, I take pride in, in listening to the residents, um, helping them inform me as a current alder on uh, policies that I make, I mean, on decisions that I make uh, regarding policy and legislation. And so that's one thing that I think is, is important for an alder and have done that and will continue to do that. Um, you know, I was uh, very uh, honored and, uh, fortunate to, to be a product of the UW system. Uh, I went to UW-Whitewater for my bachelor's and master's in business administration. And so I, I bring that to, to this role. And I also have executive leadership uh, experience as well. Uh, most recently was at the Department of, Public, Department of Safety and Professional Services as an executive director in the, the secretary's cabinet there. Um, and, and currently serve as the deputy administrator for Department of Children and Families in our Division of Early Care and Education. And in those executive leadership roles, it's important for me to lead teams and I manage complex projects um, that have tight deadlines and have a lot of stakeholders where you really need to understand all of those needs and voices and executing those on a, on a timely fashion. And so that's a little bit about me and that's some of the voice that I bring uh, to the table. And I'm running again to continue the great work that I've started here the last two years. All right, thank you, Christian. Uh, and what issue or issues um, have you identified as of being primary concern to the residents of District 20 and how will you approach tackling them? Yeah, Barbara, great, great question as well. Um, I'm going to list out what I think the primary core issues are for District 20. And it's really been informed by me as being an alder for close to the past two years and hearing what's important to the residents. Um, but in our current time right now, it's going to be COVID-19 recovery and economic recovery, uh, public safety and traffic safety, uh, youth engagement and basic services. Um, now, there's a number of other issues that, that are important to discuss, but I think for the sake of this conversation, those are going to be the ones um, I, want to, I want to touch on. And, you know, as your alder, I've uh, made sure that, you know, I'm 
operating, you know, being in line with, with local public health guidance. I've supported, you know, where, where local public health is at to, to lower transmission uh, for our city and for our residents. Um, and then also as your alder, I've also done everything that I can in my capacity to support local businesses are in our economy. And that's the kind of leadership that you'll continue to get if reelected. When it comes to public safety, um, you know, as alder, I've tackled these issues on head on. There, we've had an unprecedented amount of violence on, on the west side. And when it comes to those issues, I've talked to our local neighborhood association uh, leadership. I've talked to local residents, local, local leaders, and really have created a space for us to, to talk about these issues and identify next steps in tandem with the Madison Police Department. I'll continue to do that. When it comes to youth engagement, um, you know, I've, I've built strong relationships with our service providers here locally, and we'll continue to do that, and we'll continue to, to allocate resources uh, from the city to, to youth engagement programming. And then basic city services. Um, you know, when, when residents come to me and tell me about the fact that they need to get uh, snow removed or they want to have salt or sand in a certain street or anything else like, uh, like, like leaf removal, things of that nature are so important uh, for alders to advocate for their residents. And if reelected, I will continue to do that because basic city services is a core pillar of our city. Okay, thank you. Uh, there will be an advisory referendum on the ballot in April about a number of modifications to the Common Council, including changing the, the number of members, making it full time, and changing the term of office. Which of the ideas being advanced do you embrace and why or why not? Barbara, great question. Um, first off, I'm really excited that we're having an advisory referendum going to the voters. Um, I think it's important that we listen uh, as a council and as city leadership to what the voters are telling us and the, feed that the feedback that they're going to give to us. Um, from my perspective, you know, I, I think it's important uh, that alders have the ability to connect with their neighborhoods, that alders have the ability to um, do their do their work in a way that is, uh, it's really grassroots and it has a real human element connections. And so, you know, the idea of lowering the number of council members uh, is concerning to me and I have more questions on that. And so I think at this time, I would be uh, in agreement with keeping the current uh, aldermanic uh, districts the way they are because of the fact that you're able to connect with those residents. And I know that there's there's talk about making councils full-time. I think one of the benefits of, of having part-time council members is that they're in community with their residents. Oftentimes we, we work other full-time jobs. And so uh, we're just like our, our residents and our constituents. And I think that we have a, a much more in tune perspective as our residents do. And so I, I do have some concerns about making uh, the council full-time and maybe having, you know, uh, professional politicians come into these to these roles, um, but again, I'm also going to continue to listen and learn and see if there's um, any new perspectives that I learned throughout this process. But I think um, that's a little bit about my perspective at this time uh, with regards to that question. So thank you so much. Good, thank you, Christian. Uh, homelessness, evictions, and lack of affordable housing are vexing problems for Madison that seem to have been exacerbated in this time of COVID-19. Uh, what ideas would you advance or support to help solve these problems? Yeah, great question, Barbara. And, you know, as Alder for close to the past two years, I'm, I'm really excited and, and honored that I've had the opportunity to, to deliberate on these really key issues and have supported allocations and funding for 
supporting affordable housing within our city, as well as uh, housing for, for our homeless. And I think what's important is we always just talk about this issue with dignity. Um, I'm so excited that we recently found a location for permanent men's housing uh, here in the city, and I hope that that goes through well. Um, so I would continue to support programming like that. You know, when it comes to, you know, uh, affordable housing. I think it's also important too that we ensure that there's wraparound services uh, that we have there for 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 folks for the folks that may need access to services, whether it's uh, access to workforce development services, access for access to childcare, access to transportation. I think that when we talk about uh, affordable housing um, and and the housing that we we develop, we need to make sure that we're providing all of the necessary resources that that our residents may need as they're living in those spaces. And so again, to to really center dignity and to really center respect and to really center uh, the values of our city. Um, I think another important thing is to get neighborhood feedback as well in the process. Um, I think that that can help uh, bolster uh, any improvements that need to happen to to the projects. And I think it's just important that the community has that space to also learn about uh, about those projects and ensuring that um, that they're as successful as they can be. Um, but again, thank you so much for that amazing question. With the selection of a new police chief and the creation of a community oversight board, there's a lot of attention focused on policing and criminal justice, both from the perspective of racial equity in law enforcement and the concern of many citizens that in fact crime, especially car thefts, and home burglaries is increasing and that police response is inadequate. How would you deal with these major concerns? Yeah, Barbara, thank you so much for that uh, great question. Um, I can share with you what I've done for the last couple of years. Again, when it comes to issues of public safety as, as Alder for close to the past two years, um, I've tackled these questions by having the difficult conversations within our, within our neighborhood and also collaborating with other West Side Alders and have held community, uh, community meetings uh, where the, the chief of police, other command staff from the MPD um, have talked and presented to, to our residents and, and talked about these key issues. We've also had, I've also invited uh, our DA to come and speak to these issues. And I've also asked uh, members of our judiciary to come and speak uh, to these issues and having all of them actually in one meeting in a collective and, and so discussing what what we can do and move forward as a city. And that's what I've done as, as Alder um, in the past. Um, moving forward, I, I think it's incumbent upon us as a council and, and for me as an Alder, when we elected to, uh, to coordinate and collaborate with that new chief of police um, and letting them know the concerns and needs of our community, uh, but also making sure that that leadership is, is gonna be, um, it's gonna be leading in a way for our police services in a way that's that's in line with our values. And the Civilian Oversight Board, very much excited about that. You know, I served on the uh, ad hoc committee that suggested the, the institution of that oversight board. And so I'm very happy that, that that has been instituted and I'm hoping that that board will be a key mechanism for continuing to build uh, community trust uh, with, uh, with our community and with the police department. Okay, good. Thank you, Christian. Um, Madison businesses of all kinds have been severely stressed during the past year. What, if anything, would you propose to support business revitalization? Yeah, great, great question. Unfortunately, um, you know, we've been hit hard economically, locally, and, and, and all across the country and the world have been hit economically from what's going on. Uh, you know, you know, as Alder, I've supported uh, legislation to support local businesses um, 
including our small business uh, equity and recovery program that is is seeking to give resources to to underrepresented businesses uh, that are struggling during this time and will continue to if reelected uh, push for legislation and policies like that. Um, I think it's also important and incumbent upon us as a city to uh, give the necessary resources and tools that uh, local businesses will need in terms of technical assistance or resources for applying for any potential further stimulus funds that come through uh, from the federal government. So, um, you know, in the event that the more stimulus money comes through, that's, I think it's important that we give the capacity that we need uh, to those local businesses. Um, also, it's just important that we uh, provide good workforce development training as well to support uh, a, a really robust talent pool uh, to be funneled into our local business and, and our local economy here uh, within Madison. And, um, you know, this is one of the most important issues to me as an alder and is supporting our, our local businesses and our, uh, our robust local economy. All right. What measures should Madison take to increase our environmental sustainability? Great, great question. Um, you know, as alder for the last, uh, close to the last two years, I've, I've been really happy and proud that I've, uh, been able to support legislation and policies that are uh, in line with creating a more sustainable Madison. I think it's important that we start the conversation with the fact that science is real and that we do have uh, climate change going on. But I think uh, continuing to identify and supporting multi multiple modes of transportation. So, you know, considering continuing to build on our uh, ped bike infrastructure, uh, I think a really important thing is to just informing residents on things that they can do, such as recycling. Uh, I think that there's sometimes confusion on that. So getting those tools and resources uh, to empower our residents to continue to, to think in that way, but also, you know, partner with our, with our county and federal uh, partners as well to ensure that we're doing everything that we can uh, to, to make a sustainable Madison. Um, one thing that I'm also proud of is, is some of the electronic vehicle infrastructure that we've we've implemented. So continuing to do really smart policy like that for, for moving Madison forward from a sustainable lens. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, so Christian, as we conclude, uh, what would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Yeah, well, first off, uh, I just want to thank you again, uh, Barbara, for, for hosting this and, and thank the folks who, who are going to be uh, watching this video. Um, you, you know, I think what I'd like to share is that I've been very honored um, to serve uh, this district for the last two years and would be honored to continue serving it if reelected for the next two years. And again, I want to reinforce that I'm going to bring that perspective of somebody who listens, uh, somebody who collaborates and builds bridges. Um, you know, I, builds bridges with, with the folks that I already have relationships with, but building bridges uh, with other new folks to bring in multiple voices and perspectives as we tackle some really challenging issues that we have. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think it's also, uh, I would also like to just say that, um, you know, it's, it's been a true honor. And, uh, you know, some of the things that I'm, I'm super proud of are, are things like traffic safety and the issues of public safety and, and things of that nature that I've really been able to to, to get some headway on uh, these last couple of years, uh, spearheading close to 29 traffic safety projects uh, since me being in office. And, uh, you know, I think the most proud one that I have is being getting it getting a speed hump instituted at near Hebo Elementary School. There was parents that were uh, for, for several years seeking to get that done. And I was um, so vested in that, that I even went to a, a transportation commission at their, their uh, late night evening meeting and sat there in line to make sure that I was advocating for 
for that because I know that there's concerns of the commissioners. And so a project like that is just something where I was able to see it from start to finish. And so I would love the opportunity to continue to do things like that for, for our district and our community. So Barbara, again, thank you so much for your time and uh, I appreciate it. I, I want to I thank uh, Christian Elgoris uh, for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. As with every election, please vote. The spring election will be on uh, April 6th, Tuesday, April 6th. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters, I thank you for joining us.